Welcome to Our Global Campus, Engage the World Through Illinois podcast series, a product of the International Programs Team within the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences at the University of Illinois, Urbana-Champaign. This podcast features the international and intercultural experiences of students and professionals who dare to explore life on the other side of their cultural assumptions. Each episode unpacks the complexities that often attend the journey of finding one's place in the world. Thanks to a collaboration with Mike Nelson from the Office of the Vice Chancellor for Institutional Advancement, we were able to connect with Fiska Aliyah a 2015 graduate alumna currently serving as a development planner in the Ministry of Planning in Jakarta, Indonesia. Fiska states that while her childhood dream was to become a doctor, fate led her to heal people as an economist. In this episode, she details her journey as a graduate international student at Illinois, the doubt that gripped her before boarding the plane, and the educational experience that expanded her understanding of poverty to include lack of voice, and mindset. Fiska tells it all here. Hi, Fiska. How are you doing today? Hi, Nikia. I'm good. I'm very good. How are you? I am super excited that I'm having this conversation with you. The last time we spoke, which I think was a week and a half ago, I greatly enjoyed our conversation, and I've been looking forward to this interview, so I'm so happy that it is happening now. Me too. Happy to share with you and talk to you. Yes. So, Fiska, I really did enjoy our conversation the other day, and I want to Mm -hmm. provide some context for our listeners. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, including um, your current occupation and affiliation to the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign? Okay. My name is Fiska. I'm from Jakarta, Indonesia. I studied my master in economics uh, at the University of Illinois, Urbana-Champaign, with a specialization in development. I graduated in 2015, and I am now currently a planner working for Ministry of National Development Planning with units of poverty reductions and social welfare. Wow. Wow. So you have accomplished quite a lot since you've left the university. I think so. How did you come to pursue your master's degree in economics at Illinois? It's always been my dream to study abroad, especially in the U.S., because of the quality of educations. And I was lucky that I got a scholarship to study abroad. I applied to several universities and then decided to choose Illinois. There are two big reasons for me. The first one is there are many prominent persons in my country, uh, such as ministries and scholars who graduated from UIUC. One of them is Minister of Finance currently right now, who got both master and PhD from Econ Department at UIUC. And a second one is, I know that UIUC has compelling interest in promoting diversity in student body and providing a comprehensive global learning environments. So that's why I finally chose UIUC. So it was the diversity, it was the opportunity to gain Mm -hmm. um, international Mm -hmm. experiences that attracted you to this university. Correct. 
take us back to that, that time when you're sitting in the airport, your plane is about to depart for the United States. You're about to experience this new journey as a graduate student in a foreign country. What are you thinking? What are you feeling? And what are you looking forward to? I didn't know how to describe my feeling at that time. There was a mixed feeling between excited and afraid. There's just something about taking that courage to move abroad in the first place. Excited to start a new life as a student in the United States and afraid what will happen there. But I have to go through it while away from my family and my support system. And I knew that my day-to-day habits will get challenged. And I kept thinking, what if I failed? What if I can make them proud, etc. But I finally overcome it. And I feel that it was yesterday I came to the States and all I wanted to do was just finishing my study as soon as possible and contribute something to my country. Uh, never knew that leaving UIUC would be so hard for me. I met so many great people and good unexpected things that have shaped me into a person I am today. And I still remember that I had a Brazilian neighbor. She was a visiting scholar at that time for a PhD in econ. And she sometimes invited me for lunch or dinner. And I sometimes ask for her feedback when I have a presentation for a development course because uh, she is an expert. She was an expert on that. And she became my friend. Even until now, we still keep in touch. So it's a valuable experience for me. I love that you described a range of emotions that you felt during that time, right? From, mm-hmm. from the fear of not knowing what you were going to encounter once you arrived in the States. And Mm -hmm. then there's the doubt that sets in. Can I do this? Do I have Mm -hmm. all of the knowledge and tools? Am I fully equipped to succeed at this new endeavor, right? And then it's this feeling of determination, courage. Like, okay, even though there's fear, even though there's doubt, I am going to make a decision. I'm going to decide to go, not knowing what the outcome will be. And then you get here and not only do you get the opportunity to receive an education at the university, but you create what you say was a valuable experience. And I think it is privilege not many get to experience. uh, And I am grateful being among that group. I wish there are many people will also have the same opportunity like me. You use an important word here, privilege, because it's not something that, as you say, everyone in your home country is privy to. How do you pay it forward so that other people can gain from your own experiences? Okay. I might be want to tell you about something I took from my study to contribute to where I work now. Mm-hmm. So I, I learned so many things. I learned uh, many best practices from uh, United States and other countries from the class I took uh, during my, my study uh, on how they uh, eradicate poverty because I know working uh, in the poverty issues. And I tried to study which one is possible to be applied in my country and what's challenges and how to overcome it. I take an example, United States have a good administration to its citizens. You have a social security number, the SSN for all US citizens. 
which help the government to keep track of your earnings and taxation purposes. Uh, and I think it will be great to have something like this in my country. But you know that we still have a challenge. So many informal workers who don't have a regular income, but we aim to get there. So I think that's one of the things I want to take to my country, how to copy the good things to be applied to my country. How did you come to be so passionate about engaging in anti-poverty efforts? What was the catalyst behind that? It was always my passion since, since I was in college that I want to come contribute something to my society. I want to really help people. You know that when I was a kid, I want to be a doctor because people say they can help people's life. But then fate brings me to be an economist. So I will still help people, but just in a different way. So in my, now in, in my job, I travel a lot, national and international. So nationally, I often go to the poor and disadvantaged areas in my country and see their situations. And many of them are lack of education, lack of health. And what I'm thinking is that I need to do something to help them to get a better life. So I find my passions there. Like I, I want to be something that is benefits to the society. Beautiful. And now you have the advantage of having different perspectives of poverty because you were able to study abroad. Poverty is a mm -hmm. global issue affecting people yes. and communities from around the world and in varying degrees. You have this experience of understanding poverty in the context of your home country. Now, when you came to the United States to study policies regarding poverty alleviation, what was that interaction like? The study of poverty in your home country compared to the study of poverty in the United States? I was thinking before I got the comprehensive definitions of poverty, I was thinking that poverty is the conditions when people are lack of basic needs such as food, money, clothes, the material things. That is correct, but it turns out that it's more than that. Poverty is multidimensional, so in order to eradicate it, you need to understand the causes of it. I just knew that people who are lack of voice could also lead to poverty, gender inequality, marginalizations, lack of health and education, as I mentioned before, and decent jobs are some of the economic and social inequalities, which means there's little or no access to resources needed to live a full. And I think that's a really comprehensive definition of poverty and make me realize that the social assistance using money is not everything. Something that is still happening in my country, but we aim to refine, we aim to expand it. Like you need to change their mind as well toward its conditions. Like your understanding of poverty initially, mm -hmm. I think a mm -hmm. lot of people probably think of poverty in the same way in terms of mm -hmm. the numbers, right? The economics, yes. the statistics, the right? The monetary things. The monetary things. But you just expanded yes. the definition to anyone who is limited or prohibited yes. from living a full life. That's key. That's key. It's important to understand poverty outside monetary issues because yeah. if you're addressing it from that understanding you're only addressing some of the causes yes, right that contributes yeah, to correct. poverty but not other issues so that means that other marginalized groups of people are being overlooked mm -hmm. that's very helpful thank you for sharing that mm, you are welcome it's my pleasure so i imagine that 
the FISCA who left Indonesia in 2013 and the FISCA who returned to Indonesia in 2015, probably not the same FISCA. Even listening to how <laughs> your understanding of key concepts in your field expanded. Can you elaborate on that? What are some other differences and changes that happened within that two-year period? I got exposed myself to many people I met during my study, and they might not always be the people I expect them to be, but it forces me to communicate in ways I never have before. Of course, not all the experience is always 100% positive, but it's also part of experience that helps me build my characters. You know, having experience to live and study in the States helps me to learn new perspective and develop cross-cultural awareness. And just after graduation, when I went back to Indonesia, I realized that studying abroad is not just about the degree, it's a life-changing experience, like expanding your global network, experiencing culture, and also boosting your career after. And I still keep in touch with my friends and some of the professors from UIUC. So I think this country, its cities, and the school, UIUC, will always be part of my life story. It's become a part of who you are. It's a story mm, yes. that you can revisit, relive, retell. Mm -hmm. And that way, it doesn't only impact you, but it impacts everyone who you share your story with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And you touched on a number of times how your, uh, your study abroad experience here has enabled you to be more effective in your work in Indonesia. So can mm -hmm. you talk to us a little bit about some aspects of your work that excite you the most? Oh, I think what excites me most is helping the poor and vulnerable groups to get a better life. As I mentioned before, in my job, I travel a lot and I see some of them unfortunate people in my country and I try to, I try to help them. I want to be benefits for them. And internationally, I often go for discussions, international discussions, international conference, or special training to learn from other countries about their best practices to tackle this issue and enjoy a lot meeting new people. I think that's what excites me most, help people and meeting new people. How do you continue to learn and be impactful within your role? You mentioned going to conferences and mm -hmm. presenting and listening to mm -hmm. others in your field. But are there other ways that you stay current and ensure that you are continuing to learn, grow, and thrive in your field? I think that's a, that's a hard question. But I believe that what we say, what we do, and how we act can greatly change another person's perceptions and perspective and leather the society. And I believe that the smallest act of kindness, such as giving and helping people, can transform lives of others to be better. And I continue to bettering myself. I continue to explore myself and expose myself with new things. I think that's what I do now. Based on your experiences here at the University of Illinois, what, what is some advice that you would offer an international undergraduate student who is considering taking the next step to pursue their graduate studies in the States? 
or undergraduate students, I would advise them to explore yourself and don't focus only for your grade. I mean, that's correct, that's right, but don't forget to make friends, not only with those who has the same background as you, but with many people with different backgrounds. It will certainly help you to learn about new culture and perspective. And I will say it will also benefit for your career by enhancing your network, seeing the world, and discovering career opportunities abroad and in your home country. And I really hope that you learn how studying abroad can impact your life at an earlier stage than I did. That's maybe my advice. So in a word, be open and never stop learning. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So commit to the discovery. <laughs> yes. Commit to the discovery of yourself and the world. That is great advice. All right, Fiska, thank you so much. I feel as though our listeners are benefiting from your experiences and all of the growth that happened through your study abroad experience and how you've internalized that and committed to really serving your community and serving your country. Thank you for that. We are entering now what I like to call the lightning round. And in this lightning round, I'm going to make a statement mm -hmm. and I'm asking you to complete that statement. Okay. My favorite place to eat in Urbana Champagne was? Jarlings. If I could do an experience all over again, it would be? Study abroad. What I miss most about the University of Illinois is? The sound of the bells near main quad. Right now, I am most curious about? Inequality. When I feel stressed or overwhelmed, I? Eat ice cream and do yoga. The best advice I ever received was? Get more involved in the things you love. To me, international education means? A door to many opportunities. Wow. Wow. Every time someone answers or responds to that last question, I'm left speechless. I'm like, yes, yes, that, that resonates. That resonates. Thank you so much. This has not only been full and engaging, this has been a fun conversation. Fiska, I appreciate you carving out the time to speak with us today and share with our listeners the wealth of your experiences as an international student here. I am certain that you will continue to grow and impact Thank the field you. of poverty alleviation, not only in Indonesia, but other parts of the world. I applaud I the work so thank you. I know it. I know it. I know it. I have a feeling and I I look forward to continuing to watch your journey from afar. So thank sure. you for thank you for being with us today. Really appreciate thank it. You. So much fun. Thank you, Nikia. Thank you for joining our podcast today. Remember to subscribe and tune in each month as we elevate diverse voices and experiences across our global campus.